Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. And to catch you up on here on Fox 2 News in the morning, first up, we want to welcome you in. It is Saturday, September 23rd, officially the first day of fall. I'm Laura Simon. We want to get right to meteorologist Jamie Travers with a first look at that forecast. Jamie doesn't feel too fallish out there. No. It's kind of a warm start to our morning. <laughs> yeah, it is going to be a milder start to the fall season. Warm start, feeling more like summer today. Okay. Of course, though. Of course, that's how things would go. Right. Um, but yeah, fall began while most of us were sleeping, 1.50 in the morning. Okay, I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, shortly after that, though, our right. alarms went off. Um, yeah, so we're going to uh, see some fall changes, though, in the forecast, just not necessarily for today. Today, we're seeing more of that summer change. Let's go ahead and show you the current temperature out there. If you're up and enjoying that morning cup of coffee, 67 degrees. So yes, it is pretty mild. We have an east breeze at three miles per hour. Temperatures uh, elsewhere are just around the same. We don't have to worry about power Doppler this morning. So there is your check of temperatures across the region. So the low 60s for many areas, a few 50s on the map, Cook Station, uh, per usual, we are a little bit cooler there, 58 degrees at Cook Station. So for today, actually shaping up to be a really nice one. If you are already missing the summer season or you're not really looking forward to the fall one, hey, we have a good forecast for you. Temperatures climb well up into the 80s, the upper half of the 80s even. It should be a fast warm-up with plenty of sunshine. We do start to see those in clouds increasing a little bit later on today ahead of a system that will bring a few showers at least to some of the region. I'll show you that in just a few minutes, Laura. Okay, Jamie, thanks so much. 602 is our time in a Fox 2 follow up this morning. The Missouri Correctional Officers guarding a convicted child sex predator no longer have their jobs this morning. This comes after the prisoner walked out of a St. Louis hospital and spent the day on the run. Fox Files investigator Mitch McCoy found out the 45 year old escapee stole a handcuff key, hitchhiked, applied for a job, and even grabbed a hot dog as dozens of police agencies searched the St. Louis area for Tommy Wayne Boyd. Hello to you. Correctional leaders declined an interview request with us earlier today, only sending written statements. That's been somewhat of their go to over the last 24 hours. But St. Louis County Police granted an interview and they're helping us fill in critical clues. Tommy Boyd's mad dash for freedom ultimately ended around 8 p.m. Thursday, 16 hours after walking out the doors of Mercy Hospital South. He had quite a bit of lead time. St. Louis County Police Lieutenant Colonel Jason Law says officers set up a perimeter, but realized Boyd may be in the South City area after a good Samaritan gave him a ride to the area of Chippewa and Arsenal. They didn't know each other. 
Uh, the gentleman was just being a nice person trying to help somebody out. Law says the Good Samaritan called police after realizing Boyd had been at the center of a countywide alert. Authorities not taking any chances, immediately labeling Boyd dangerous because of his two-time child sex crime convictions. As the escape prisoner's photos started being shared more and more, possible sightings started being called in, one near Tower Grove Park. And there was a political event going on of some sort where they're registering voters. Uh, he contacted those folks that were doing that event. They were giving out some food and he obtained a hot dog. Law enforcement searched the park, but Boyd had already left. County police still trying to map his path and where he went. Boyd would be captured several hours later, though, at a shopping center off Watson after someone spotted him and dialed 911. And this person did an outstanding job identifying him, telling us exactly where he was, and we were able to respond immediately and take him into custody. He had a black coat with a handcuff key. A handcuff key. Could that be the smoking gun in how Boyd escaped? The Fox Files requested an interview with the Corrections Department. We were told no one was available. And for the record, no one was available the day before either. A spokeswoman confirms the officers involved are no longer employed, writing, quote, while the Missouri Department of Corrections has a strict protocol in place for transportation and supervision of offenders receiving hospital care, our investigation has concluded that departmental protocol was not followed regarding offender Boyd at Mercy Hospital South. So how did the 45-year-old escape? What's the general policy when it comes to guarding a prisoner to hospital? We may never know. DOC officials claim it's protected information, writing, quote, personnel records and security related investigation reports are confidential, so I'm not able to provide them to you. St. Louis County Police provided regular updates on social media during Thursday's manhunt, including various photos of Boyd and alerts throughout the day. As for the Department of Corrections social media, it's on how the officers and staff react with offenders. The they posted a PR video about one of their new units and a photo of what their new employee cafe looks like. A spokeswoman says those posts were pre-scheduled, writing, quote, I'm currently out of the state with limited communications access. That's the reason for any oversight or missteps regarding more effective use of social media for Boyd's apprehension. We are grateful to the fellow government agencies and news media who assisted in notifying the public. For the Fox Files, I'm investigator Mitch McCoy. The major K-Squad makes an arrest in East Altan's first murder investigation of the year. Police say John Davenport stabbed his estranged wife Adele Davenport to death. This happened on Thursday morning outside a senior center on West Main Street. According to the police report, the couple was married but separated. Davenport is charged with two counts of first-degree murder. Davenport's being held in the Madison County Jail this morning and does have a detention hearing set for later this morning. Bomberito Automotive Group Skyfox over Barnes Jewish Plaza. Crews were assembling a large crane that will be used in a major road project this weekend. It will be used to raise a new 182,000-pound pedestrian bridge in place. It's all part of construction of a new 16-story inpatient tower at Barnes Jewish Hospital. Construction begins around 6.30 this morning. It will take about three hours to complete. There will be street closures in this area while this work is going on. 
A big day for college football fans in St. Louis is just hours away. The Missouri Tigers are set to take on the Memphis Tigers at the Dome at America Center tonight. This marks Mizzou's first trip to St. Louis since 2010, at least for their football team. Kickoff is set for 6.30 tonight. Tens of thousands of people are expected to be there. And for the tailgates ahead of the game, celebrations began yesterday, though, as St. Louis Sports Commission partnered with the University of Missouri to create the new Mizzou to the Loose series, including today's football game. Several Mizzou teams are going to make a quick trip from mid-Missouri to host an athletic event in St. Louis during their 2023-2024 seasons. Just the start, the foundation for many more events that we can do involving our partners in Columbia and bringing Mizzou here and bringing the excitement of Missouri athletics to St. Louis. And we should tell you that uh, tailgating will begin at Bear Plaza and Ballpark Village around 2.30 this afternoon. But Pedal the Cause returning for its 14th year. The event raises money critically needed for cancer research at Siteman Cancer Center and Siteman Kids at St. Louis Children's Hospital. This weekend, more than 5,000 participants and guests will gather in Chesterfield for a celebratory weekend of pedaling, community, and lots of family fun. Fox 2, by the way, a proud sponsor of this event. Pedal the Cause is one of the top 10 largest cause-related cycling events in the country, having donated over $40 million since 2010 to fund the best and brightest ideas in cancer research. All the money raised supports innovative early-stage cancer research at Siteman Cancer Center and Siteman Kids at St. Louis Children's Hospital. The research is producing new treatments and cures for cancer for patients in St. Louis and around the world. Experts tell us this research that would otherwise go unexplored happens because of events like this. To date, Pedal the Cause has funded 211 cancer research projects, 163 for adults and 48 pediatric research projects. You can enjoy the sights, sounds, and smells of Latin culture this weekend. The Greater St. Louis Hispanic Festival returns to Soulard Park. The event is to highlight the rising Hispanic population in the region. There will be live Latino bands, including a DJ that blends Latin rhythms with hip-hop music. And you can enjoy dishes from all over Mexico and South America made by area vendors. There will also be Latin dancing out there, Hispanic crafts, and even a kid's corner. Some of the money raised at the festival is going to be used for scholarships too. The festival runs from 10 this morning till 10 tonight. Then on Sunday, it'll go from 11 in the morning till 8 p.m. You can find more info on HispanicFestivalSTL.com. The 8th Annual Barbecue for Backstoppers is happening today at the VFW Hall in Cedar Hill. The grill gets going at 11 this morning. The meat's provided by the Screaming Eagle Grill. The event will end with a spectacular fireworks display. They stopped by our Fox 2 studios yesterday for a little sneak peek of their cookout. This year, their top raffle prize is a 2023 Polaris Ranger UTV. The event has raised more than $200,000 for backstoppers. The nonprofit supports families of fallen first responders and officers who are critically injured in the line of duty. A lot going on this weekend for the first official weekend of fall, but not really going to be feeling like it, Jamie. Really nice weather in store today. Yeah, really nice. A warm weather, in fact, today about 10 degrees above normal for this time of year.
which I, you know, I will not complain about. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and, and, you know, tomorrow we're going to have slightly cooler weather. We do have a front that is on the way. Okay. So our next system going to be bringing us some changes and some rainfall to some. But really, it's not looking like a big rainmaker at all for our area. Showing you, though, is a quick shift in, uh, in uh, the forecast. We'll show you a tropical storm Ophelia. Ophelia is a tropical storm that is impacting the Carolinas right now. Also uh, Virginia, West Virginia. So a good chunk of the eastern coastline. Max wind 70 miles per hour, gusting to 85 miles per hour and moving toward the north northwest at nine. Ophelia is going to continue moving north northwest for a while, then it's going to take a right and kind of uh, move up along the coastline. So lots of rain, uh, some uh, life-threatening storm surge inundation in parts uh, across portions of North Carolina, southeastern Virginia, and um, dangerous rip currents as well. Lots of wind, lots of rain. Uh, so all of those impacts we are tracking for that area. Here at home, we are seeing temperatures increasing here over the next few days. So we're going to be above normal today, tomorrow, right around normal. And then there are indications that we're going to see temperatures climbing back up to the 80s. And that is where they are going to stay for much of your next week. Here is a view from Waterloo, Illinois, the uh, water tower there and Eureka Jellystone Park showing a few uh, lights out there. 67 degrees at dew point at 60. East wind at three miles per hour and pressure is holding steady. Eckert's Farm in Belleville. We are going to see, I think, a lot of sunshine today, especially early on, a gradual increase in clouds from west to east later on this afternoon. Temperatures, though, out the door are in the upper 50s and low 60s. Just a few clouds overhead right now. So for today, plenty of sunshine for the first half of the day, increasing cloud cover from west to east. Storms are going to develop, even potentially strong to severe storms back to our west. But that line of storms that develops along a, a warm front and a cold front, so we have a system warm front and a cold front both back to our west, that is going to be uh, moving east and weakening. Actually, it struggles to make it past central and northeastern Missouri. So it's going to be trying to move into our area, but not having much luck and weakening as it does so. So some of our western counties could maybe have a few rumbles of thunder later on this evening into tonight. Some showers, there's a chance it makes it a little bit to St. Louis, at least bringing us a little bit of rainfall, but there's also a chance that it does not make it to St. Louis. So the farther east you get, the lower those rain chances are going to be. Tomorrow we are going to have a lot of leftover cloud cover, so a lot of clouds, and then we could see a few showers and storms develop tomorrow afternoon and evening. That will depend on the cloud cover, though. If those clouds are able to break up enough to where we're able to destabilize enough to see some showers and rumbles of thunder develop, well, that is going to be the question mark for tomorrow. High tomorrow, cooler by almost 10 degrees or so in the upper 70s. So for today, 88 degrees, partly cloudy and warmer. Southeasterly winds 5 to 10. Tonight down to 67. A few showers mainly to the west of St. Louis. So Montgomery, Gasconade, Phelps, Dent counties. Those are the areas that have those higher rain chances, but not really until later this evening into tonight. A few spotty showers can't be completely ruled out on Monday, and then we will see the 80s as a blocking pattern sets up, keeping our pattern just basically stalled over the area. But luckily, it looks to be a nice, uh, comfortable and dry one.